0: Welcome to the Midman Podcast, a podcast focused on helping you level up your practice. I'm Jesse Arnoldson. And I'm Jay Holmes. Through interviews with some of the most successful leaders in the industry, we help uncover resources, tools, and ideas to help you level up. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's program. Hello, and welcome to the Midman Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. We have a special interview with our own Chuck Holse the Chief Operating Officer of MedMan. We're gonna be talking the next couple episodes about strategic planning. And Chuck has been assisting not only MedMan, but several other groups, independent, hospital-based, you name it, with their strategic planning. He's gonna share with us tips and tricks in the second episode, but here in the beginning, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the why and a very specific strategy that MedMan has been using as of recently to help improve our planning session's effectiveness.
1: Welcome, Chuck. Hi Jesse. Uh, thanks for having me today. I know we share a love for planning, so I'm uh, anxious to talk with you a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, we do, we do. It's honestly one of the favorite parts of my job is when we get to go off site and get together and start thinking big picture. Is it's honestly one of the best parts of, of my job. Uh, and yours too, right? Agreed, yeah. Yeah. Well, Chuck, help me help me understand why you think it's essential. For medical practices to set aside time for strategic planning, why is it so important?
1: Yeah, great opening question. So I'll tell a quick story. I, I was on my way uh, across town with my wife the other day. We're going to go over to Lucky Peak and go hiking. And uh, you know, I got I got halfway across town, and, and you know, from the passenger seat comes this voice about you know, hey, where are you going? And I said, oh, you know, going to Lucky Peak. And my wife said, well, what we we need you needed to take a left. I said, no, I'm, I'm not going to go that way. <laughs> so even in our simplest of lives, when, you know, we have very different paths that can be taken, you know, every day, day in and day out. So right. what's planning to do it just takes you from point A to point B, and it's no different in your business life than your, than your personal life, right?
0: Right. I love it. I love it. Tell me, you know, we plan with our clinics at MedMen. It's, it's not something that is um, essentially a choice. Like that's something that we push our groups to do. We we do planning no matter what. Tell me a little bit about the difference that you see between the clinics that actually plan and those that don't.
1: Yeah. Think about this. I was thinking about the two things that really are important for planning. And it's really the, the vision, uh, which is having clarity of the vision and how to get something done and how we execute. So Mm -hmm. quite simply, the difference between those who plan and those that don't have to do with having a clarity of that vision and then agreeing on how we're gonna get there. So think about doctors, right? Doctors are trained to think and act on their own judgment. You know, they're trained, all of their training is is associated with uh, using their own judgment versus in organizations, you know, we collaborate. So I think that those who don't plan, they're independent, and they're like their independence and they have difficulty with collaboration and it makes it difficult for them. So, you know, our vision can be very different. I was talking with a client this week, they have 18 doctors and they have 18 different kinds of schedules in their organization. We mentioned <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. The vision of their own schedule is different, let alone of where the organization is going to go. So that lack of a shared vision, um, you know, begets silos and fiefdoms and a culture of conflict. So the difference between those who plan and those who don't, I think is planning, you know, allows you to clear the air, air and, and uh, resolve differences and move forward. Whereas people who don't plan don't get those issues on the table and can't work through them.
0: Right. Right. As an administrator, Chuck, you know, why is it important for somebody like me to push to have a strategic plan in place? You know, looking at our docs, we, we you know, let's say that we hadn't done planning in several years or ever. Why should I be encouraging the doctors to get a plan in place? What's in it for somebody like myself?
1: Interesting question. So, you know, you've heard the the adage, if you don't know where you're going, you will to end up somewhere else. So the, if your job as the administrator or the administrative leader of the practice is to get the organization from point A to point B, uh, it's pretty important to know where you're going. There's lots of ways to get there, but to know where that destination is, is important. And I'm a big fan of visualization too, by the way. I I, I think the more crisp a vision you can get with where you want to end up, what's the end game? You know, I I think the better opportunity you have to, to get there and get there in the timeline that you want to be there.
0: Right, right. I think a lot about when MedMan gets called into a clinic that, you know, is struggling. I think quite often it's, it's really hard for the office manager to understand why the physician is frustrated. And usually what it is, is the manager is just working, just doing what he or she's been told they're trying. They think they have a good feel for the day to day and keeping it moving, but big projects aren't getting done. The doctor's quiet vision for what he was he or she were hoping the clinic would get to, isn't spoken and just continues to frustrate everybody. So, getting the manager, getting the the owners and the physicians together on one single plane could solve half the problems these guys are experiencing. At least that's been my experience.
1: Well, yeah, and and you know they haven't. There's an interesting notion here that you really need to. Feed and water the business as well as yourself as individuals and professionals. Right, the business has its own life uh, and and it needs to be taken care of. So some time away, uh, go to the mountains, have some time away, have some good conversation. Gives you that uh, commitment to the future, that vision. And uh, as Colin says, you know, disciplined thought, disciplined people, disciplined action. Right, that's that starts with the thought, and that's what the what the planning sessions are all about.
0: Absolutely. Well, tell me, Chuck, you know, MedMan has been pushing clinics to plan strategically for decades. What is it about the last few years that's been a little bit different?
1: Well, one of the things that's been different for us is that we've actually been doing more planning sessions on a more frequent basis. And in a nutshell, we've had to adapt to the pace of change. And this past year, obviously it was COVID, but the year before it was something else. And and what we're seeing is that when you head up into the mountains and you have a great conversation and you set up, have a plan, everybody agrees to it. They get back to the office and then Monday hits. Right. And all right. of a sudden
0: this, the, the real world happens to your plan, right? Yeah. It's
1: just, it's, it's full of potholes and curves and doctors love to introduce shiny new objects and things and everybody gets distracted. Yeah. So success requires focus. It just requires focus. So we've added, uh, added more planning sessions in, in what we call a 90-day cadence. And so every 90 days, we like to, to just get together and say, what's happened in the last few months that's uh, derailed us from our plan or supported our plan? Mm-hmm. And we're taking time to, to work on the business and, and not necessarily in the day-to-day operation of the business.
0: That's fantastic. Chuck, tell me a little bit more about, so we're doing it more frequent. How frequent? What's the difference there?
1: Yeah, so we, we've got some practices that are doing mid year tune ups on their annual plans, and that's pretty, pretty helpful. Uh, We're actually are trying to encourage people to get together every 90 days. That's right. a concept that is uh, in traction from Gino Wickman's book. And they talk about a 90-day cadence because people's energy gets frayed after about 90 days. So it's important to get together and build the culture and uh, recommit to working together towards some common goals and objectives. So a 90-day cadence works out really well to keep people focused and uh, keep achieving those uh, you know, 90-day milestones and you achieve a bunch of 90-day milestones and you find yourself at the end of the year having achieved a lot more than just waiting for everybody's last minute eleventh hour work on their projects uh in the 11th month of the year.
0: Yeah. It's been my experience in some of these planning sessions Chuck. Every it hasn't or how do I say this? It hasn't been my experience in these 90-day planning sessions that you get there and you think, "Oh, why did we why did we do that?" or I can't even remember what that goal was about or You know, that goal went to pot six months ago. There was no way we were going to, you know, we we just shifted strategy. There was no way we were going to keep pushing on that. That doesn't happen in these 90-day planning sessions. There's much less confusion, much better memory around the why behind each of those goals. Everybody's much more on the same page. I think, and the wheel is still turning <laughs> from the last night. Yeah, that,
1: that's right. The flywheel still turns. Um, yeah, it just re- requires that kind of uh, communication. And I think, honestly, you know, when you think about it, you know, you say, well, we'll, we'll we don't need to plan that often, but there's just no time in the workday. Uh, mm-hmm. People are too busy and doctors in particular working early morning to late at night. Uh, there's no time to talk about the curves and the potholes that are happening. Right. So really to set aside some concentrated time to be uh, together in the same room without distractions is just critical to get to where you want to go.
0: Absolutely. And I think that, the you know, to your point earlier, I want to double click on the effectiveness of planning on this kind of frequent intervals. I feel, at least for our clinic, we've gotten more done over that year span, than we would have otherwise, or the other groups are probably getting done just by doing annual planning. Like we move a lot of initiatives forward because our our flywheel turning fast enough. Has that been something that you've experienced well as well, or what do you, what do you see there as far as how much gets done?
1: Yeah, I think it's the 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 nature of uh, the human condition is to to procrastinate. Is a thing called the procrastination model actually that. Just simply in simple form, it means that, you know, you're going to let Monday, the, the priorities of Monday distract you from the priorities of your long-range plans.
0: Right.
1: And so you put off things until the last moment. So what we do with the 90-day cadence is you're putting things off for a month, maybe two, but not six or eight months that you might, or 10 months. Right. You start working on things right away. You'd be getting focused then frankly you get more successes that way and it perpetuates the process right people feel good about yeah. all they got done in the last 90 days
0: it's either an upward cycle of winning you know you win upon win upon win or a downward death spiral where every loss you know compounds but these things compound on each other right and so the more frequent wins the more motivated people are the more engaged the more excited about getting strategic stuff done
1: yeah, it's, there's an accountability issue there, too. I think that, you know, you don't want to get to the end of the year and you, you've trusted that somebody is going to work on their project and have it, and get it done. And you don't want to get to the end of the year to find out that, oh, no, I'm sorry, what this priority came up or that priority came up. Well, those things, uh, those interruptions in the plan are going to happen. But why wait till the end of the year? You know, find out what's not going right at the 90 day mark so you can uh, pivot and uh, make right. course
0: I think, you know, I think back, we, we've referenced Annie Duke before on our show, but her feedback loop, speeding up the feedback loop. I think this is one more unintended consequence that we've gotten from speeding up our planning from four times a year is we learn a lot more about our goals and how to set them. Every time we get together, you know, we, we talk about whether we hit them or not, but we also talk about what we learned from them and then we adapt. And we're able to learn, have those learning episodes four times a year rather than once. And so we've gotten much better at goal setting. I think part of the pitch when we we sold the idea of moving to four times a year rather than one, that was just some lucky consequence or <laughs> result from it.
1: Yeah, you get, get more done. And, uh, you know, you, you technically t- you get more done, but I think you also uh, just keep continuing to move the dial on communication because mm-hmm. that's really what it's about. You know, back to my story about trying to go hiking at Lucky Peak um had we communicated a little bit more about how we were going to get there we wouldn't have had the conflict in the car on the way yeah so i think uh the more to get together focused on the business the more you understand each other and develop that deeper understanding and ability to communicate with one another successfully
0: perfect yeah. chuck thank you for this and i'm excited to get into our second episode where we talk more about how to have a better planning session and for everybody else just a recap strategic planning has to be an essential part of what you do as a manager and and make sure that you get it done with your practice. You have to be on the same page. You have to have better communication about where things are going. And that only gets done by taking the time, money, and effort to set that aside and work on your plan. Thank you, Chuck, for sharing all your wisdom on this.
1: Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Thanks a lot. It's uh, fun to talk about, Jesse.
0: Yeah. And for everybody, please hit that subscribe button so you can follow the most up-to-date information that the Medman podcast is putting out. Tune in next time. Thanks for tuning into the Medman podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's featured guest. For the show notes, transcripts, resources, and everything else Medman does to help you level up, be sure to visit us at medman.com.